Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. A little too much. My yeah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna do any of that. I have Cooper on my shoulder. He's very close to my mouth, so mm-hmm. hey, I'll for- use my regular voice, which I think she finds soothing. Yeah. Or at least not. It's I not do. like that. I that thing you just did. That yeah. thing you just did was not soothing. Have a drink of my horse's neck? No, the voice thing. Oh, okay. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Um, hi, everybody. It's Max Fun Drive. It's yes. Exciting. Were you waiting for everybody to say hi? Hi, Justin. Where <laughs> you, you pause as if you're waiting for everybody. Did you, everyone, did you know Hello, your headphones? Hello, Mr. McElroy. Did you know your headphones or microphones? Give it a try. I'll listen. Oh. Oh, you. You card. <laughs> uh, it's Max Fun Drive, which is uh, the time of year where we come to you just once a year for a couple weeks and say, hey, if you enjoy this show, please uh, kick us a few bucks uh, because um, it's how we support the network. It's how we keep all these shows running. It's uh, it's it's really important to us. So we're going to talk about the Max Fun Drive and what it means and everything here in the break. But I want to mention right up top, if you, if you can take a moment, if you haven't done it yet, the drive is winding down. We just have a little bit of time left, so please, right now, if you wait for the moment, this is the moment, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate, and uh, five, ten bucks a month, whatever, 20, whatever you can do. Whatever you can do. It really helps us out. It helps uh, make our shows. It helps us make our shows better and bring new shows onto the network. But enough about that, Sydney. Uh, I'm so excited about tonight's show. It was my idea, and I think I'm going to regret it by the time we're done, but... Regardless, um, do you have a name for this that we've uh, that, that that we've cooked up here? No, I didn't. I've titled my my document Sawbones Quiz, and that's not very. Whoa, that's not a. I'm gonna. That's just a literal. That's exactly what we're gonna do. I'm gonna call it the Ghastly Gauntlet, a Sawbones Super Quiz. Ooh. The Ghastly Gauntlet. That sounds like super quiz. The, the first part sounds like it's from Harry Potter. Yes. 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 Um, there is nothing about Harry Potter in this quiz. I would beat you in a Harry Potter you quiz. You would beat me in a Harry Potter quiz. We got uh, the, the Smurls just went to Universal and they brought back Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit. Mm-hmm. And he's looking forward to dominating me. Yes. Yes, I am a Gryffindor in case you're interested. Oh, yeah, if you didn't guess, Justin. I'm a Hufflepuff. Yes. We make it work. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so here's the thing. And this is going to be fun because you can play along at home. 
uh, if you would like to and try. Uh, what Sydney has gone through the history of Sawbones, not all the episodes, but a a selection of episodes and pulled out trivia questions, some number to be determined, mm-hmm. time dependent. Yeah. Trivia questions based on our previous episodes that she is going to quiz me on to test my comprehension and let you sort of uh, at home test yourself. What have you learned? This is an educational podcast. What have you retained? <laughs> Absolutely. And your prize, if you do well, is uh, tweet this- your score. Get those bragging rights. Tweet uh-huh. your score with the the uh, maximumfund.org forward slash donate link. Uh-huh. Tweet and your score with the maxfunddrive hashtag and that donate link. And uh, you'll have the satisfaction of a job well done as well as my I am my pride in you. Yes. I, I will be very proud yeah, of you. Yeah, make sure to tag us in it too and we'll we'll we'll, re- we'll retweet some of those if you really crushed it. Yeah, if you did well. If you didn't, we won't retweet it at, like mercifully we yeah we, we don't want you to get internet bullied we don't want everybody to make fun of you for not remembering all these so, episodes so friends it's me justin mcelroy ready player one me <laughs> justin stepping into the oasis and preparing for this virtual gauntlet that sydney has prepared there uh so you know it's a mixture of there's some multiple choice there's some just answer the question essay type i suppose essay type fantastic yeah. so uh it just depends um our first one i th- i feel like this is we're starting out kind of mild to get mm. things running okay so question number one what was the tumi used for in some ancient andean cultures and i am just going to say you are on a computer and i'm going to trust gonna, that not, you're not going to google not anything i'm c- creating a uh a score sheet here Okay. Uh, just to help me so, keep track. So, so, what is the what was the to me used for in me. some Andean cultures? If I ask the episode, would it give it away? Mm-hmm. Okay. The to me was a device used for creating holes in the skull. Hey, I'm, can you name that procedure? Trepanation. The, ding, ding, ding. You got it. Uh, So what's up? I just kind of that. Okay. So what, what I use there? Did I remember that? Context clues. Mm-hmm. I figured that Sydney would probably go to our first episode for the first question of the quiz. <laughs> and I took a flyer. Okay. So here we are. The two me is used for mm-hmm. trepanation. Give yourself one point. You got the one right. All right. You ready for question number two? Are you going to sign point values? Are they all of equal point value? Can you uh, give a point value after each question uh, or before? That okay. I can keep track of it. It's no problem. Then if I'm assigning point values, if they're not all just one point, then that one is only one point because okay. I thought that one was kind of easy. Okay, great. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Question number two. Yes. What was in the blue mass pills taken by Abraham Lincoln for depression that was likely also poisoning him? I have multiple choices if you need them. Was it mercury? That is correct. Yes! Oh, Justin rules. How many points is that? That one I think was harder, and you didn't go for the multiple choice that I was going to provide you. So I'm going to give you three points. Three points. All right. This is all random. This is sticking with the Harry Potter theme. This is all random. This is like the house points. Like I'm just okay. going to randomly give and take okay. points away. <laughs> But I will keep track of a complete total score that you could have by the end. <laughs> um, okay. Question number three. Yes. Do we use bloodletting in any form today? 
Yes, we do. And for bonus points, uh huh. For what do we use bloodletting? We use in modern medicine bloodletting mm-hmm. to get rid of like necrotic flesh. No, you can't. You gave me a look. Let me try again. We <laughs> use bloodletting for to eat scabs. No, no. no what is I'm it? Sorry. What are we using for? I'll give you a point for knowing that we still use it today, okay. but you don't get the bonus points, which you'll never know even what they were, I guess. No, I got to assign them. You have to assign them in case people... Yeah, in you case, have to assign Yeah, them. I got it. Okay. So uh, the things we can use bloodletting for today, so we can still apply leeches to like when we reattach fingers. Uh-huh. Remember that with microsurgery? Okay. Reattaching appendages and to prevent them from getting congested with blood once they are reattached. Okay. So you can use leeches for that. And then for conditions like uh, hemochromatosis, the buildup of iron in the body, we uh, do obviously bloodletting by like with by taking blood from people. We don't use leeches or anything. We want to say there's two points if you know that. Sure. Okay. Next question. Sydney. If you got either of them, either of the uses. Okay. I'm yes. Yeah. You didn't have to get both. Okay. Uh, question number four. Okay. According to the now defunct urine flavor wheel from what ailment did you likely suffer if your urine was astringent sweet white and sharp um and again i do have multiple choices if you need them uh okay yeah give me the multiple choices okay your choices are anemia diabetes cholera or lupus okay and what are my choices what are my sorry the qualities Astringent, sweet, white, and sharp. The only one I remember is that diabetes was sweet. So I'm going to say diabetes. That is correct. Woohoo! Oops! I stuck lupus in there as a nod to house. Because it's never lupus. It's never lupus. Sometimes it's lupus, but in this case it wasn't. Okay. How many points? Uh... That was a tougher one. We'll give you three points for that one. Three points again. Okay. Yeah. Even with the multiple choice. Yeah, you're right. No, two. So it's a three-point question. You just talked yourself you down. It, if you knew it without the choices, it's uh-huh. a three-point question. I got two points. But you got two three, points. Two out of three points. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, now, the urine flavor wheel, we should provide some context with some of these in case people never listen to the episode. Yeah, I figured we would. If we just go straight through and we're going to run out of time, yeah. I mean, we're going to run out of questions. So, yeah, you're kind of the physician here. I didn't oh. even know what this was, so maybe you should provide The urine the flavor wheel? You don't remember? There used to be a... I do, Squid. I'm trying to like... Okay. There used to be a tool that uh, physicians could use. And I mean, I, it kind of, it's self-explanatory. It was a wheel with different properties of urine marked on it. And it would have to do with like the smell, the um, color the taste the uh like how bubbly it was or frothy it was or how cloudy or how clear all these different things and you would kind of use the wheel to turn it to the different things until they lined up and it would lead you to various diagnoses and And that was because urine was a popular way to diagnose disease and this wasn't one oddball doctor or one culture like these are all over. If you Google image mm-hmm. searches, you will see dozens of different urine flavor wheels. That was that one of the first things that a, a doctor would do for many, for many thousands of years was take your urine and try to figure out what was wrong with you based on 
your urine. That was kind of step number one. I think we, in the episode, reference like Shakespeare, um, I think Falstaff talking about the doctor checking out his water and letting him know what was going on. Hmm. All right, Sid, next question. All right, question number five. This is an essay question. Okay. It's not a long one. Uh, explain the doctrine of signatures and provide an example. Uh, okay. The doctrine of signatures is where I'm stalling. I mean, I know this, of course, but I want to give people time to think about it mm-hmm, so they can get mm-hmm, their answers in. Mm-hmm. The doctrine of signatures is a, um, I think this was from homeopathy, and it was things that look like things can treat the things. So, like, mm-hmm. if something is looks like... If you have a problem with your brain, you eat cauliflower because it kind of looks like a brain. That'll work. All right. Good job. Yay. Yes, that's like cures like is the doctrine of signatures. So, yes, things that look like things. Uh, I think our example was was the head. Like if you have a headache, mm-hmm. a cure would be a walnut because it looks like a brain. But I'll take cauliflower because, sure. But that's you got different the idea. from like attracts like attracts like is the secret. And that's yes. that's the law of attraction. That's different from mm-hmm. the what did you call it? What did you say it was? Doctrine of signatures. Doctrine of signatures and law of attraction are very similar in that they are both not real. <laughs> but <laughs> but it is not the secret. That's like attracts like can, you, can I say though that the doctrine of signatures, while it is not real, I agree with you, it's it's much like more poetic. It's a beautiful idea and it's a lovely name for it. It's it's not real. It's all made up. No, it's all fake. Okay. But I just like the, the name, the Doctrine of Signatures. I mean, it's a very good name. Yeah. It's better than The Secret. Maybe. The Secret is a very big title. <laughs> uh, how many points would you as- ascribe to that one, Sidster? That was an essay, and you got both parts of the essay, and wow. it was well done. So I'll give you four points for that one. Oh, dunk. I feel like, how do you feel like I'm doing so far? I think you're doing impressively well. I mean, you haven't you you've only missed like one, right? Yeah, I feel I feel like I'm crushing it. All right, I feel really good about this. All right, let's keep trucking. All right, question number six. Okay, which of the following was not a former patent medicine? Okay, was not Vicks Vapo Rub, Luden's Cough Drops, Angostura Bitters, or Philips Milk of Magnesia? Hmm. Okay, Vicks VapoRub. Luden's Cough Drops, Angostura Bitters, or Philips Milk of Magnesia? I'm pretty sure that Vicks was, I think Milk of Magnesia was, I'm pretty sure Angostura Bitters was, I know that was originally created, I think that was patent medicine. I'm going to go with Luden's Cough Drops are the ones that were not patent medicines. I'm going to say I feel really bad because this was a trick question. They were all former patent medicines. Oh, man. <laughs> Can I give you a point because I feel bad? No, you can't give me a point because you feel bad. I don't want your pity points. This and would not, the listeners. This would never be allowed on a test, especially like in med school. The professor would get eaten alive for a question like this. Um, so, no, these were all patent medicines. I just wanted to demonstrate that so many things that are now you like we use mm-hmm. as medicine today originated as these fake medication not real medicines just items that made you have different effects and that were well marketed to people and sold widely what uh what kind of point value would you give that one sidster 
Um, if you got that, since that was a trick question, if you managed to get that one right, you get four points for that. Four? Yeah. All right. That was a hard one. I know. I just feel like, okay, fine. It was really unfair. Yeah, it was I really. I acknowledge that. It was really unfair. It was really unfair, said. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Next one. Question number seven. Yes. Uh, what did Austrian physician Wilhelm Reich believe was the cure for all neuroses? Wilhelm Reich believed that the cure for all neuroses. And I have no, multiple choices if you need them. No, I don't. The okay. cure for Wilhelm Reich believed that the cure for all neuroses was a, a, a orgiastic cosmic sex energy that he tried to capture in a box. You know, I I put the orgasm, but I'll accept that answer. Okay. Because the orgasm was uh, the climax of your orgiastic sex energy. He was trying to capture the energy. He was trying to like bottle up that orgasm. Bottle an orgasm, yes. Or or orgone energy, is that what Mm -hmm. you call it? Orgone energy. Oh, man. Somebody's been listening the whole time. And and you may remember from this episode, Wilhelm Reich. You gotta start giving me the points right away or else I forget. Give me the points. How many points? Uh... Three, because you didn't accept the multiple choices. Okay. If you needed the multiple choices, I guess, I'm sorry. I guess I, I could have asked for that. Okay. Uh, so the, if you remember, this was, this was Reich's sex box. He created a box to, it was like a Faraday cage to collect uh, orgone energy. Mm-hmm. And he sent one to Einstein. Mm-hmm. And Einstein spent a day investigating it. Yep. And determined that he could not find any cosmic sex energy in the box uh, as you may have guessed you probably would have heard of that if, if Einstein didn't manage to pull that off he studied under Freud and even Freud thought this sounded a little off um all right question number eight Sid number eight is a gimme I just felt like at this point in the quiz I should give you I should give you one you didn't think I'd be like destroying it that's good no I didn't know I didn't know how you were gonna do question eight is should you get vaccines um, yes, you should. This is the point in Sawbones where I remind everyone who, and everybody knows this already. I'm not, I'm not going to patronize you, but please get your immunizations. Please get all of them and get them in a timely fashion. You're helping yourself and everyone else. How many points? Do I really have to give you points for that? A hundred points. A hundred points? We're all going to get okay, it. Okay. A hundred points. A hundred points. Nice. Yeah. Cause if you got that one wrong. Then you should lose. You're, you're going to lose this. Yeah, I want yeah, to be the golden I'm sorry. snitch of, <laughs> you have to of lose the quiz. This. Yeah. All right, number nine. Yes, I'm ready. What medicinal, and I have uh, air quotes around medicinal, I should say, medicinal substance did King Francis I carry at his waist in a pouch at all times? I don't have multiple choice for this one because it, it, you'd give it away as soon as you heard it. So. Oh, okay. Um, what medicinal substance? What was the cat's name? King Francis the First. I have absolutely no idea. He carried a pouch of mummy. Oh, okay. So, as you may remember from our episode, uh, I think we titled titled it "Medical Cannibalism." Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while, it was fashionable to eat mummies as medicine. So fashionable that we almost ran out of mummies. We didn't. I think there's still some left, but... Um, Delicious, by the way. <laughs> Dry aged at this point, they're going to be even more tempting. All kinds of human substances were used as medicine, but mummies were the most shocking and most um, most powerful. Mm. So, um, How many points would you have given someone for getting that one right, Sid? 
Mm, we'll say three points for that one. All right. Three points. Mm-hmm. All right. One more before the break. Okay. Uh, king Louis the Fourteenth. That's the Sun King. Had over two thousand of this medical procedure performed in his life. What is the procedure? King Louis the Sun King had mm-hmm. what? Over two thousand of this medical procedure. He had this medical procedure performed over two thousand times in his life. Sometimes while holding court. Is it an enema? That is correct. Yes. The Sun yes! King loved his enemas. Yes. As, as a lot of royalty did at the time. I don't want to single him out. It, but he enemas really were very liked popular. Them. But uh but yeah, he famously even even while holding court. Seven points. Um that's another that was another tough one. You get three one three for that one. Great. All right. Um I we are uh hold on. You know what? I'm actually gonna uh pause the recording and I will give you uh, come back with a quick tally of where we're at uh currently. So currently by my math, we are at uh one hundred and twenty seven available points. Of those, I currently have 117 of them. It's really good. I think it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's not bad is uh, supporting the media that you love. In fact, Sydney, I would go so far as to say it's good. It's really good. It's really good to do that. Uh, once a year, we, um, let me back up. We're part of the Maximum Fun Network, which is a, a bevy of some of the finest podcasts and nicest podcasters that you would ever hope to meet. Mm-hmm. And once a year we come to you, the listeners and say, Hey, if you wouldn't mind, um, please kick a few bucks towards these shows that you have been enjoying. Um, it's how we keep the network running. The really cool thing about it is, you know, it, the money that you donate, you choose what shows you listen to when you donate. And your donation goes to those shows. Max Fun takes a percentage for their staff who handles all our stuff like advertising and what have you. And then the rest of it goes to the shows that you listen to. Um, we don't like force people to pay for this stuff. We we release all of our shows for free. Um, and, and we always are going to do that because I want anybody to listen to that wants mm-hmm. to. And we're happy to do it. It makes mm-hmm. us happy to it's, make this, this content. Yeah. But it also, you know, it takes time and, um, being able to, uh, uh, make money from the, the stuff that we're making makes it easier for us to, to make more. Um, and, and hopefully make it better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that like. Sydney has been able to work a little bit less since we've been doing Sawbones, but it's also because she has to do a lot of research for Sawbones, and mm-hmm. we have two children. So really, the things like the drive are the the way we keep the lights on here at mm-hmm. the uh, the McElroy house. So thank and you, the, and the way we improve things like uh, like audio quality. I mm-hmm. know I don't understand all the equipment you get, mm-hmm. but I trust that it is better, and that is thanks to you, the listeners. But it's not just about getting that good feeling of supporting the media that you love. That is fantastic. And if that's all you need, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate right now and uh, go go give what you can. But you want the goods. You want something in exchange for your charity. And you know what? I celebrate you. For $5 a month, you are going to get access to an exclusive bonus content library. What do I mean by library? Justin, that sounds over... Like you're overstating the point. I am not. Over 120 hours of content awaits you, the listener, if you've never uh, donated before. There's like 
like five Sawbones bonus episodes at this mm-hmm. point, um, including our two and a half men, uh, our our commentary track of the two and a half. Is that men the one from... you want to promote? Really? I, I there's other good ones like what what Sawbones episodes we might do in the future. I think that was one that mm-hmm. we did. For... And, and the one we just did uh, was uh, we did, went on a field trip to a pharmacy and talked about all the uh, the things you shouldn't use there. <laughs> Um, so that's at $5 a month at $10 a month, you get a drive exclusive enamel pen designed by Megan Lincott. Uh, there are brand new designs for every max fun show. Uh, the sawbones pen is super cool. It looks like a little patent medicine bottle and it says cure alls cure nothing. I really want that. I know. I want one too. It's really cool. Um, They're all very cool, but I'm partial to ours. Um, and, and so when you, when you make your donation, you can pick which pin you want and, um, you should get the Sawbones one cause it looks neat. Uh, for $20 a month, you are going to get the other stuff. Oh, you also get access to the bonus content for $20 a month. You're going to get a pin. You're going to get the, uh, the bonus, bonus content, content and you're also going to get the max fun family cookbook. Uh, it has dozens of recipes from cocktails to desserts and everything in between from max fun hosts. There's a recipe for my mom's. Uh, chess bars in there. Uh, Rachel, I can't, I can't emphasize how good those are. Rachel uh, McElroy, our sister-in-law, has uh, uh, her recipe for chili, which is apparently legendary. Um, and and there's a lot more good stuff in there. And you're also going to get some uh, space-themed cookie cutters. So um, if you if you start a new donation at twenty dollars a month, or you upgrade your donation to twenty dollars a month, that is what you are going to receive. Um, and there, there's other donation levels above that. Um, and if you can give $35 a month and $50 a month, we certainly would, would love that. It would really mean the world to us. Um, you get a cool, uh, uh, craft if you donate 35 that has a max fun logo engraved on it. It looks, it looks really neat, but and uh, again, at every level of donation, you get all of the, uh, the gifts associated with the previous levels of donation. And again, these gifts also are just for new and upgrading donors. If you're already a donor, we so appreciate you. Um, but the gifts are for uh, the the folks who are are stepping up to give a little bit more this year, and we so appreciate everybody though that that gives your support. And honestly, for me, it, it's not really about the amount that you can give. Um, I, it, it's really the fact that you're supporting us at all. Um, it, if everybody kicks in a few bucks, um, it, it it really does make a big difference. So, thank you so much for um your support over the years. We really appreciate it. Like it literally helps us to feed our kids and clothe our kids and, and put a roof over their heads. So uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah. It a lot. Thank you. Thank you. you. You have no idea for everyone who has donated, who is donating, who can upgrade their donations. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Sid, I think we got a little unfinished business. You have some indeterminate number of questions uh, mm-hmm. that I'm ready to, uh, to take on. That's right. So, uh, we're at question number 11. Okay, I'll take your word for it. What was the purpose of nosebleeds for men, according to Pliny the Elder? Oh, God. I picked this just for you because you get nosebleeds so often. Cool. So, it's like a quiz combo dunk mm-hmm. on Justin sesh. Why would Pliny say it was so important for you to have nosebleeds? Um, because I'm too smart and there's too much blood in my brain, so I need to get rid of some of it. No. What did Pliny say? He said it was vicarious menstruation. Vicarious menstruation. What a sweetheart yeah. I would be. Uh, you would get headaches and joint pains if you did not have regular nosebleeds. So he thought it was very important. 
Okay, vicarious menstruation. How many points would you give for vicarious menstruation? Oh my gosh, that's like a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it was a toughie. That was tough. Five points for that. Oh God, of course I missed the biggest one. Sheesh. Okay. That's kind of how I'm gauging how many points they should be worth, so now I feel bad. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right, number 12. What is a trichobezoar made of? I have multiple choice if you need them. Hair? Hey, just that fast. You nice. got it. You got it. That's three points, right? You got it without wasn't that the, hard because I got it right away. Without the huh? multiple choices. Yeah. All right, uh, number 13. And what is that? Oh, Just, a trichobezoar. I should yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah. In case you didn't listen to that episode, bezoars are collections of indigestible material mm-hmm. that is found in the human, or well, any GI tract. It doesn't have to be any human, any, anybody's GI tract, any animal. And uh, it can be made up of different substances. In the case of hair, that's specifically associated with trichotillomania, which is when you eat your own hair. Mm. And uh, you can find these giant collections of hair in the stomach or throughout the GI tract. Actually, if it snakes down throughout the intestines, it's sometimes called Rapunzel syndrome. Charming. What a charming vision. Yeah. So those and those are those can be very dangerous. But um, but you can find different collections of like seeds, plant fibers, grass, whatever, and in other animals as well. All right, Sid, hit me with another question. That hey, that was also using Harry Potter. What? Bezoar. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Harry saves Ron, right? With the Bezoar from poison? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they they were thought to be a cure for all kinds of different poisons and and things. And apparently they were, because it worked. So there was a market for fake ones. That's how popular they were. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Question number 13. And this is not not a trick question. This is is a real question. Which of the following... That's what you would say, but go ahead. Which of the following did Terare... Remember Terare? Yep. Guy who ate a lot? Which of the following did he not eat? Okay. Okay. And this is in one sitting. Okay. A quarter of a cow, a whole eel, a live cat, an entire bull, or a human corpse. <laughs> what was the last one? A human corpse. A human corpse would be what he did not eat. That is incorrect. Was that a bull? He was kicked out of a hospital because he was drinking blood that's and right. eating oh, eating right. bbits of corpses in the morgue. It was the entire bull. He it, did receive... The entire bull was in the morgue? No, he didn't eat an entire bull. You said... So the cat was in the morgue? No. I, you said in one sitting. Yeah, in one sitting. He ate the corpse. No, I mean like each of these things he ate all at once. Okay. Like to see, say that you ate you... a quarter of a cow over the course of, you know, several days is not a big deal. But, but... I thought you meant he ate all of them in one sitting and I didn't oh. see a situation where he would have a live cat and a dead person all in so one So do I have room. to make this worth fewer points because you misunderstood the question? I don't. I this is just you're like the, med school. You're, you're, you're a gunner. Ma- you're a gunner. He's a quiz master. You're the quiz master. I'll just make it one point. Okay, fine. Uh, he ate a quarter of a cow. In one sitting, he ate a whole eel. He ate a live cat once. He ate a hu- he ate parts of a human corpse, but he never did eat an entire bull. He was given thirty pounds of bull liver and lung as a present from Napoleon's army, uh, because he worked as like a messenger for them. He would swallow boxes with <laughs> messages, yeah, and then carry them. That's wild. To the other side, yeah. A cool cat. Uh, question number fourteen. Yes. What did John Hunter get during his self-experimentation to discover the cause of gonorrhea and syphilis? 
is a disease. Okay, hold on. And I have multiple choices. What did John Hunter get? Say it again. Say the whole question again. What did John Hunter get during his self-experimentation to discover the cause of gonorrhea and syphilis? Uh, gonorrhea and syphilis? Yes, both. <laughs> yes, both of them. Both right. of them. He got gonorrhea yes. and syphilis. He, if you remember, he was trying to prove that they were different phases of the same disease. Right. And so he took pus from the penis of someone who had, I believe, gonorrhea. And he put it in his penis. Yeah. And then he developed symptoms of both gonorrhea and syphilis. And so he thought he proved that gonorrhea was the first half of the disease and syphilis was the later half. But really, the patient he got it from had both gonorrhea and syphilis. Great. Fantastic. So he Good set science. medicine back a while. Good science. Yeah. He created a name for the shanker. It was the Hunterian shanker for a while. Right. All right. Question number 15. For what condition did Pliny recommend using an onion as a suppository, eating garlic with wine but vomiting it back up, or you could use a fresh root of rosemary and rub it on your butt, or a cream made from the lard of a pig and the rest of chariot's wheels? <laughs> I could have used any one of those, but they're all just so good. It's all very so good. for what condition did Pliny recommend all this stuff? Was it... I've got choices. You, need the choices. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm not going to get cocky this time. Give me the choices. Diarrhea, constipation, hemorrhoids, or pneumonia. See, I thought it would be butt stuff because it seemed like a lot of the stuff was being applied to the butt. Um, I'm going to say constipation. Mm, I'm sorry. It's hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. I'll never spell hemorrhoids. That was worth two points since I gave you the choices, right? Uh, sure, but it would have been worth three. Yeah, if you got it before I gave the choices, you get three points for three that. Three points. Right? Um, how much was the the last question worth? Oh, we didn't name a worth I, for that, did we? No. Oh, for the last two, did we? Yeah, bull was one point. Okay. Because it was oh, that's a confusing right. question. That's right. Yeah, so for John Hunter, we'll make that one worth... Um, Two points. That one was two points. This is also Calvin Ball. Okay. It is. It is. I'm making it up as I go. Okay. All right. Um, you ready for question number sixteen? I'm ready, Sydney. What medical malady may have inspired God Save the King, which may have later inspired God Save the Queen? Do you remember this episode? I don't. Um. I don't know. It was, uh, we're back to the Sun King, his anal fistula. Anal fistula. This may, this may not be true, but it was a great story that God Save the King was actually sung to the Sun King by a bunch of school children in preparation for his anal fistula surgery. (laughs) (laughs) And that it was stolen by Handel and turned into God Save the Queen. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but it's a good story. If you knew that good story, how many points would you be getting? That should be worth a lot. Yeah, it was a toughie. Yeah, we'll 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 do four points for that one. Four points. Mm-hmm. All right. Here, well, this one should be a little easier for you. Okay. Number seventeen. What should you strap to a boobo to cure the plague? A chicken. That's right. A chicken. That was a popular cure for bubonic plague. Strap the chicken to it until it died. Mm-hmm. And then you should be fine. Great. Unless you died first. That poor chicken. Uh, that one. 
I guess is that just a point? Probably that's, right, that's just a point. point. Two, points. two points, you I think? Right. Okay, two points. points. Fine, two points. Uh, all right, Sid. We uh, got two more questions. Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. Let's crank it. We're on question eighteen. Yes, three more questions. I guess. I can skip one if you need me to. No, no, no. Okay, Let's question eighteen. What New England-based soda? introduced in 1884 by Dr. Augustine Thompson was good for, quote, brain and nervous exhaustion, loss of manhood, uh, helplessness, softening of the brain, locomotor ataxia, and insanity. It's also loved by John Hodgman. Moxie. That's right. Crushed Originally it. a medicine. I think a lot of our listeners are going to know that because of Hodgman's love for Moxie. So don't give him any points. Give him no, two points. Give him, give him two points. All right. All right, number 19. 19. How many sit-ups did the presidential fitness test created in 1985 demand of a 17-year-old boy? 50. Oh, man, you're so close. 40. N no. 60. <laughs> no, you're just all over the place. It was 55. 55? 55. I know, you're so close. Oh, I'll give they, you a point for being yeah, close. Yeah, give me a point. How about this? Two. One, one, one out, out of four. two. One out of four. <laughs> that was a hard one. You had to pull a number out of your butt. Yeah. You get one point out of four points. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And it's close. Just, you know, decide how close you were and give you yourself give some honor there. system. How many points yeah, you should you give for that I, one. We trust you on that one. Yeah. Uh, if you're curious for girls, it was 44. Just like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and you had to do them in a minute. Parallelism. Okay. All right, number 20 is a lightning round. Oh, gosh. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. We'll do these are one point each. Okay. Okay. So all of these are, what did Pliny suggest the following cures for? So I'm going to give you the cure and you're going to give me the disorder. Okay. You ready? Yes. The ashes of a wolf's head. <laughs> you're never going to get any of these, but I'm they're not fun. migraine. Nope. Toothache. Okay. Deep fried canary. Uh, migraine. Hangover. Hangover. <laughs> okay. Uh, weasel ashes. Um. Um. The, <laughs> Name any medical malady. Hysteria. Nope. Cataract. Okay. Uh, ram's wool steeped in oil. For this one, it's. Indigestion. <laughs> no, no, female complaints. Female complaints. Okay. Uh, dog's fat. Um, that one would be <laughs> lice. Lice. Okay. Lice. But partridges, partridge eggs boiled in a copper vessel with honey would be good for glaucoma. Hey, we'll give nice. you one. Got that one. See, I just was one ahead. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh my gosh. That's it. Okay. That's it. Uh, all right. Let me give this a, a, a final tally, and you at home can see you get one point for each of those. So let's see. So let's see. I, uh, my, for, for that round, I totaled 32 available points. Out of them, I got 14. So in the end, the total is. Um, uh, 131 points out of an available 159. I really blew it in that second round. I got 14 out of 32, so which is 
just the the second half the second half i knew was going to be harder um well Although, you know what's sad i kind of went through our old episodes in chronological order so you're forgetting the more recent stuff so we have a um <laughs> we have a ranking system it is um if you have uh an, 131 points you are very very smart if you have less than 131 points you uh, should keep plugging away, but we'll do better next time. If you have more than 131, you're a show off, and nobody likes a show off. So that's the <laughs> that's the ranking system that we developed. Uh, you could tweet your score with the Max Fun Drive hashtag and the link maximumfun.org forward slash donate to help us spread the word and spread what a smarty you are. Uh, and uh, and congratulations, no matter what your score, I'm sure you did a, a yeah, great. It's just fun to play, right? It's an honor just to play. That's what they always say on Supermarket Sweep. If you can, <laughs> by the way, it's on Amazon Prime, folks. Get there. Um, I love it, that show. If you can, uh, if you can kick in a few bucks, uh, we won't mention it again for like another year. The Max Fun Drive disappears like Brigadoon back into the smoke. Uh, until but all those gifts don't. The gifts don't because you got them and you're taking them home. Yeah, they're they're yours to keep. They will not disappear into vapor. Uh, so please, right now, this this may be the last time you hear about it. Who knows? Uh, the, the drive's wrapping up uh, very shortly. I think tomorrow is is going to be the deadline. So yeah, uh, Friday. Please, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, please. <laughs> uh, if if we're I I released this on Thursday. I'm pretty sure I did. So please take a moment right now and uh, go to maximumfund.org/donate. And thank you so much in advance. Also, thank you to the taxpayers for letting us use their song medicines as the intro and outro of our program. And thank you, as always, to you for listening. We very much appreciate it, and we are so happy to have you here. And I'm sure you're all very happy that I am not the one who writes tests for the medical students. Uh, yeah. Let me reassure you. <laughs> this is not my job. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us. So until next week, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.